Hello and welcome to Wake and Jake, myself, BBD. We are back at it Monday, April 24th. Hope you guys had a quack-tastic weekend. We sure did. Ball and play league, my goodness. Uh, Some great content coming soon from John Boy Media. Some good cricket blokes in town, Trevor Plouffe. Uh, We had ourselves quite the weekend. Went to the Yankees game Friday night. Um... I ended up turning one on a little bit. Trevor got the best of me. Showed him a couple city spots. Ran a little hot. Um, Massive sports weekend. I mean, we were, when we do warehouse stuff, you end up in a little bubble of what is our world. And uh, to come out Sunday, semifinals and championships for us, and meanwhile... I think there was four NBA playoff games, mm. um, including BBD's Knicks, three and one. Three and one. Knicks tape. Um, Most dangerous lead in hockey. They, uh, they are dogs, man. Uh, they are dogs. It's going to be interesting. I don't think the Cavs are done yet. I think the Knicks and the Cavs both said that, <laughs> which I thought their press conferences were pretty funny. Like Mitchell was like, we got more games. We'll be okay. Brunson was also like, (laughs) there's more games. Uh, I mean, he says that because he's a dog, and he has to. But still, I thought it was funny. Like, both press conferences were the same. So, be pretty sick if the Knicks could sneak out a little five-gamer and get rested up. Got some guys banged up. Josh Hart, get the jersey. Um, We'll end up on some of the bigger sports going on. I mean, Memphis and Dylan Brooks, my goodness. Thanks, but no thanks. Um, People hate him. I want to do some MLB quickly, and I just want to go around the league. We're now, um, I think it's so funny, the different ways you can cut up the baseball season. Um, And by the way, great episode last week, the tier list. People loved it. Jolly Olive, the YouTube community likes him. Um, I'm going to pop by a few teams and give guys love. That I feel haven't gotten proper love yet. And hey, you may be too close to your team. At first I was going to do young guys. I don't think we're there yet. I, I talked about doing young guys that were, um, we didn't know if they were good yet. And that felt like a bad segment. Just hard to label. Just let's, talk, let's give them the full month. Just talking about Johnny Brito and Jaron Duran. Like, hey, you've been fine, but I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm buying or selling pop. Um, maybe that's the game. Maybe for another episode, we'll do buying or selling. Buy or selling young guys. Um, foolish. He's almost due up. Um, let's click off some teams as quick as we can, and I'm going to hit the layups as fast as I can. Um, Yankees, uh, I think people know Cole's going. There's been a lot of talk about. Um, Volpe, who's kind of not going. Everyone talks about Judge. Rizzo's doing it again this April, man. Rizzo mm-hmm. has a 977 OPS. Um, that is the best on the team. Best on the team. I, dude, how many Talking Yanks episodes have we even like talked about Rizzo? Not really. He finally got his first pride, and it was sort of an attaboy in the, I believe, the Angels series. He got it. Uh. Pretty wild. And the batting average is there, too. It's not 
316 on the earth. Like, it's not like he's... That's all power. Yeah. Um, Red Sox fans, I don't know what you want. I know um, Devers is going. He leads the Allen homers. I found that out today. Um, so that's a high mark. I do think Red Sox fans and everyone else around the league assumes he's going. Verdugo's been killing it. Maybe he's probably the highlight that if you're around the league, you don't know where Verdugo's at. Um, I've always been a Doogie guy, personality-wise, and what he does at the plate. Since the second half of last year, um, he is gone. You know what I just decided? I'm not doing every team. I want to do the guys that deserve to be talked about. Yeah. Um, Verdugo, I think, does fit this list. He does. Rizzo. He's raking, but I mean, at checking off every team, that would have been rude. Because I've, I've been looking at the stats, some of the war... The kids love that. The kids love that. Um, I don't really care about that. Uh, I basically just want to talk about Luis Rise. Because um, think about that. That was the trade of the offseason. Him and Pablo. They're both killing it. Um, both teams are surprised they've won this trade. Luis Rise is batting 444. I don't know if people understand that. Um, it's April 24th. Like, it's April 24th. Luis Arise is batting 444 uh, with a 1.09 OPS. Um, to come over to a new team and do that, uh, especially he won the batting title last year. He's currently leading in batting average and on base. I forget if I said it on an episode of Talking Baseball. I would love a chase for 400. Have you seen one in your lifetime, BBD? Uh, not like for real. Like, like, I know Tony Gwynn was close once, but it was before I was attentive to that. I think I was technically alive for, for one of those years. <laughs> Technicality. Um, no, I mean, I feel like... When I was young, young, 90s, early 2000s, um, there used to be a guy or two every, not every year, I'd say every, like into August every three years, like into the summer, it would be like a chase for 400. Like I think Matt Williams did it one year. Um, go look at his stats sometime. I just clicked on such a bad article. Larry Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have ended up on the same article. Hit 379 one year. Gwynn, who was hitting 394 on August 12th. Um, Wasn't alive for when that one happened, actually. Oh, BBD. I guess I'm ready for a good 400 chase in the year that we banned the shift. Like, people would be so hot to trot about that. Um, so, yeah, not a big ask out of Luis Arias from me. Uh I just think, especially if we've been doing Talking Baseball episodes where we kind of can't talk about every series anymore. Uh, we felt like we were talking out of our butts sometimes, and it was true. Luis Arias hitting 444 kind of needs to be talked about. Um, and I guess that's the... I don't have a title for it. Players that need to be talked about. Maybe this is just a segment. 
Again, you, you just don't know this guy's having an incredible start. Taste in players. New segment alert. Taste in players. You, if you can't tell, I'm rowdy from a warehouse weekend. Whoa. Um, I want to talk about a guy that I've been getting a lot of tweets about. Because my second baseman top 10 list has been ripped to shit. And there's two guys that are tearing me apart. Nico Horner of the Cubs is batting 355 with a 400 on base and an 873 OPS. Wow. Nico Horner is leading the National League in runs. I thought he was leading in hits, but there's that bold isn't popping up, Pop. Um, no, Ronald Acuna Jr. passed him by one hit. Um, a, I think second base has taken a jump this year because I should probably mention Bryson Stott in the same... Message as Nico Horner, he's hitting 340, um, 834 OPS. Um, but no, I think I'm gonna have to eat crow on Nico Horner because I do think if I watch him every day, a guy who played a very good shortstop position is now playing a very good second base position. Um, I've been getting a lot of angry te- teats. How about that? Or are you gonna oh. clip that, share it with your friends? Jake's talking about these. Um, it's Brandon Lau uh, from the Rays. He's the other guy that um, was not on my list. Um, a 920 OPS. A career 834 OPS guy. Um, he, his 2022 is an outlier. Since 2019, and I'll leave 2022 in there, 65 games, he was banged up, he never got in rhythm. 840 OPS guy. Um, from a second baseman, I know, you know, middle infielders that can hit. I don't have to reference the old days of Luis Castillo's and Ray Ordonez's. Um, if Brandon Lau played on your team, you would be tweeting at me about him. Um and yeah, I I've been getting roasted in the second baseman comments. I haven't um I haven't dug into who I should kick out. Nico Horner leads in singles. Ah. And that's what he's leading the league in. Um so that's on me. The other NL guy didn't have Brandon Lau being as young as he is, by the way. It's been good for a while. Been good for a while. I had him in my head. I was like, "Oh, that's a guy who kind of came up at I had him, like, debuting as a 25-year-old. He's right. 30 now. and No, he's 28 now. Um, you know, let's... Let's... New segment. Tampa Bay Rays connect the dots. With, with talking Jake. Brandon Lau played on the, the 2018 Rays with Snell, Cy Young year. Joey Wendell, Malik Smith, um, Tommy Pham, Kevin Kiermeyer, CJ Crone. Um, he's connecting generations of Rays fans. Um, and I don't think people... God, the Rays are such a crazy franchise. Denard Spam, Brad Miller. Okay. Let's get off this Rays page. That segment will never happen again. 
Alex Smith stole 40 bags for that team. Speed kills people. <laughs> this guy got some love on today's uh, Talking Baseball, but it's also just completely shocking. Um, if I told you the best hitter on the... F- if I gave you seven guesses on the best hitter on the Phillies this year, I think you go Trey Turner, Trey Turner, Kyle Schwarber, Bryce Harper, if you... Injuries aside, JT Realmuto, Nick Castellanos, Reeser, Reese Hoskins, all injuries aside, Alec Bohm, he might be next. He'd be, he'd be like your hot take. Brandon Marsh has easily been the best hitter on the Phillies this year. And by the way, Bryson Stott has been good if you had other Philly deep tracks. I just mentioned him with Horner. New segment, how good has Brandon Marsh been? 1.2 OPS. 758, 364, 455, 758, a 1.212 OPS. Four homers. You're saying, Jake, how is that OPS so high? Four triples for Brandon Marsh early on in this season. Six doubles. Um... I half-joked, half-not-joking. I'm completely walking it back. I will admit I was wrong. I am a full-blown Dave Dombrowski fan. They may have traded a winner in Logan O'Hoppy, who looked really good in his stint with the Angels. It's a couple games. Young player, catcher. He did just get hurt, and that's nobody's fault. Um... The Angels punted on Brandon Marsh very quickly. You mentioned age, BBD. You mentioned Brandon Lau. The Angels punted on a 24-year-old Brandon Marsh, um, who in 163 games, so one full year in theory, this is over two seasons, 239, 299, a 653 OPS. In 62 games with Philadelphia, listen to this. 313, 367, and 923 OPS. This guy was brought in to be a defensive center fielder. Um, What he is doing on the offensive side of the plate is crazy. And I, I would love to know if Dave Dombrowski and the boys thought they had this. Like, Brandon Marsh has really good minor league numbers. He was a top 50 MLB prospect. The Angels were ready to punt. He's been their best hitter so far this season. He was really good with them last season. Like, okay, how about this? Do you think if I Google Brandon Marsh hitting change, anything's going to come up? Let's see. Three days ago, there was an article. Brandon Marsh has gone from glue guy to great in Philadelphia. Written by Jordan Schusterman from Cespedes Family Barbecue. Let's see if there's any highlights in there. Reading articles. What are we doing? No matter 
Adjustments like these are necessary in order to survive. Okay. He took out a lot of extra movement, BBD. It's your scouting report on Neto. Yeah. Huge leg kick. Huge leg kick. Huge. Um, Brandon Marsh has been the best hitter on the Phillies. I, man, I wonder where, like, where does he land at the end of the year when Harper's back, when Trey Turner starts to go-go? Um, that's the funny thing with 21 games, right? A lot of guys can have a really good 21 games. Will it carry? Will it be their year? Everyone's already talking about Kelnick. I don't want to talk about it. I think if you're following baseball, you kind of know or you don't know. Um, Kelnick is going really excited for him. Mina Kimes had some funny tweets about it. I like Mina Kimes. I like Mina Kimes. Um, She's a Seattle girl, right? Yeah, Kelnick hit a homer and she posted a screenshot of two group chats that were Mariners fan group chats that they were like, I think one texted Jared and one texted Kelnick. <laughs> really like that for them. <laughs> um, you could do anyone on the Rays, so I'm glad I already did Brandon Lau. Um, Old team, though. It's insane, man. Um, I think it, I think people know what Matt Chapman's doing. Contract year. He's kind of been yeah. the most violent hitter in the American League so far this year. Timing it great. In the, that position player class. God. I mean. He was kind of scheduled to be number one by default, and guys keep extending. He's He is adding a lot of dollar signs to that contract. Um, I guess of note, outside of Max Muncy, Patrick Wisdom has nine homers this year. I knew he was getting going. He has a 989 OPS. Career OPS sneaking up to, to eight. Seven, seven, eight career OPS. Um, and over the past three seasons now, Per 162, he's a 40-homer guy. Um, and that is with a down 2022. So he's, a, he's almost, BBD, you're talking about your Brandon Lau example. Patrick Wisdom's 31 now. Mm-hmm. B. Lau still has like three years of his prime. Um, <laughs> excuse me. While I rave about Graham Ashcraft, you guys already know about him. MLB The Show legend, Graham Ashcraft. Gene Segura, leading the leagues in double plays. That's, that felt rooted and kind of dirty. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want to take that back. Um, the other guys you know at this point. Brandon Nimmo's playing well. Shut up, Mets fans. I'm angry today, and I don't know why. Why does Christian Yelich lead the league in run score? That's fluky. He's tied with Ronald Acuna Jr. And Nico Horner. I guess being at the top of the lineup. Uh, The final guy I'll mention. He's a guy that's way too close to my heart. 
Tyro Estrada for your San Francisco Giants. 329 batting average, 384 on base, 915 OPS, four homers, five stolen bases. I mean, the guys, guy might be a 2020 guy. Yankees punted on him awfully quick. I mean, do you remember that sequence? So here's what I remember. He comes up for 2019. He's the young prince. Numbers don't land in a great area. 2020, I remember when we were doing player profile and projection, Jimmy was like, he's probably going to get DFA'd this year just for roster crunch reasons. And I was like, that feels wrong. Or maybe it was 21. It's 21. Okay, so he he does the 2020 season. He kind of gets a chance with the Yankees that I forgot, and he didn't do anything. So I guess I do have to put that in the pot. But what happened? It, the sequence around when he left was they traded a non-40-man prospect for Rugnet Odor, who would be a free player, to open up the 40-man spot. They DFA'd Tyro. He died for Rugi. He died for Rugi. Same position. Just Rugnet was a free player, and the Giants purchased him in the in the waiver claim process. Did anything come of that? Like the Yankees kept Rugnet Odor because he was free. Because mm-hmm. his whole he was free, free, right? He was like zero he was zero dollars because it was dollars. They were getting under the luxury tax. He was zero dollars. Didn't they like save that money to the deadline and there was like five million dollars all year that we wondered what they were gonna do with and didn't they do nothing? They like saved money till the deadline and still they like attached prospects that they didn't need to for like the Cubs to eat all of Rizzo's money or the Rangers to eat. Right, Gallo's like the money mo- came out the Gallo's same. Money. Yeah. The money came out the same. And they did they did that. Wilson and Sessa salary dump didn't add didn't get add more money after that. What the hell was that? They had some other move they were they thought they were gonna pull off. We don't know what it is, but they must have had some other move they thought they were gonna pull off and couldn't. We might have to send some Yankee texts about that because that that Odd. feels wrong, 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 wrong. But but right. Kind of right. Um, Tyro Estrada this season, 20 games, uh, 9.15 OPS. Last year with the Giants, he had 14 homers and 21 steals. So if he brings up the homers a little bit. Um, 27 years old, he has a career 103 OPS plus, a little above positive. Um, I, I'm not going to take credit for thinking Tyro was going to be a good ball player. I, I liked something about him. I liked his energy. Um, apparently so do the San Francisco Giants. So, hey, this is one of those categories where I could have gone to every team and mentioned someone. You tell me about your team. Um, cause you want to know the fact of the matter, Biebs? And I've been kind of hiding something from the people. This weekend, I don't think baseball was the showcase. Mm. Between NBA playoffs and NHL playoffs. I mean, that Rangers-Devils OT game was great. That was a fantastic watch. Um, 
That series is at 2-1. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm not tracking the other series. Go Rangers. Send us tickets. Um, the NBA was also good this weekend. Um, Delivered. I think people have known all year I've been in a weird spot with the NBA. Um, since we last saw you here, a lot has gone down. Um, I mean, let's let's actually reverse engineer this because to pretend to go through every game, like we said, the Knicks are three and one, awesome. Um, I mean, Brunson keeps climbing a list of like where you have to respect him among players, right? Yeah, and we had a huge debate in the office around early February that uh, is he a top ten point guard? And some people had him as high as, like, five. Yeah. Some people had him as low as, like, 20. Right. You can... And now I think he's uh, he's, he's a lot closer to five than 20. If you stay... If you stick with stats, point guard also gets so tricky because so many guys have the ball in their hands, so they get labeled a point guard. Like, Luka Doncic is a point guard. Yeah. But there's some years LeBron was a point guard. We don't need to do that now. Um, special. Nick's in a really good position. Um, who would they play in the next round if they advance? Milwaukee. Or the Heat. Or the Heat. BBD. Because that is one of the stories, and they are playing tonight. Uh, the Heat are up 2-1 to one in the series. Giannis has been hurt. Yep. Fell on his butt. He's reportedly going to be back tonight. Saw some videos of him shooting around this morning. Dude, it's so unfair to talk about players' injuries. Sucks. My bot, I feel awful. I played three days, three days of ball and play. My lats in shambles. I woke up. I thought about calling out. I can't really call out. We're calling in, Pop. I debated rearranging the whole schedule of basically everyone's week being like, I feel awful. Giannis could have like a very injured butt, right? Giannis has no butt. I guarantee it. No way. Honestly, though, the last time I did this with a pro athlete, I said Tyler Glass now has a wiry body, and he is roped up. Roped. So Giannis may have a butt. Um, I have no idea how that butt is feeling. But, man, I mean, it would be a shocker if that series doesn't go, like, seven at this point, right? Right. Basically... Yeah, and mathematically almost has to go six unless something crazy happens. I'm going to be honest with the people again. This has been a little wonky waking, Jake. It's late in the day. You know, love covering baseball. You people love the baseball. What are we doing with arena names now? Yeah. Are you seeing Miami's arena name? 
Miami changed too? What do you think their arena's name is? Well, I know it's not whatever it always was. I think, hilariously enough, they might have been a double American Airlines. Yeah, I think so. I think Miami and Dallas both had that going, which is funny in and of itself. They're the Cassia Center. K-A-S-E-Y-A. How much are they spending for that? What is that? Cassia? And it's, and it's literally the same building it always was. IT security management. Oh, is this the one? No free ads, but I guess it was. Meanwhile, the Lakers playing Crypto.com Arena now. I think I think it became the it was FTX Arena for a minute and they Right. Dropped. So they just Which needed to I don't feel fill comfortable in. speaking on lore. I wore a moon head. <laughs> Cancel. <laughs> You're out. Um let's get back into it. Um let's see where Giannis is at, right? Cuz um I think even without Giannis Bucks heat straight up, people would have taken the Bucks. Obviously, a lot closer. But still, this Heat team that kind of couldn't score enough during the season. They're having people pull out performances. Duncan Robinson from the grave. Um, I'm excited to watch this game tonight. And yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that till right now. So Giannis will be back. The Heat lead that series 2-1. Holy smokes, if the Heat could win and the Knicks could advance. The Knicks, they've been unpleasant games, but for the last... Good. In a Thibodeau era, uh, That's kind, who of, they kind are. of waxed the Heat. Brunson's game is... It's beautiful and ugly. Josh Hart is a dog. Julius Randle's game can be beautiful and ugly. Um... Go win, and I think I'm now rooting Heat. Uh, Bucks are seven and a half point favorites tonight, so they must like Giannis's butt. Lakers and Grizzlies have been a fantastic storyline. Um, Dylan Brooks uh, becoming the heel of all heels. We saw it happening in front of us. Um, remember when John Morant being a potential bad guy used to be like a story? Um, <laughs> Dylan Brooks has certainly outshined that. Um, I think a couple things can be true. I don't think Dylan Brooks should have been ejected for hitting LeBron in the wiener. I think it was very much on reputation. I think if you're Dylan Brooks, you can't complain about getting ejected for that. You put yourself in the line of fire. The Harden ejection was so much less. I shouldn't say so much less. Both were like basketball plays. Yeah. Um, Lakers are up 2-1. They won their game without John Morant for the Grizzlies. Um, I don't know. I, I think it all falls apart for the Grizzlies. Uh, I think the Lakers are more mature. I think it's in L.A. I, I think the Grizzlies have the talent. They're obviously missing Steven Adams in a huge way as a leader, as a body in the post, some of their numbers with and without him. Um, 
I think this Dylan Brooks thing. I asked Chris Rose. Yes, that Chris Rose. I asked him at dinner. I was like, hey, I'm... Because <laughs> Chris Rose happens to be in a sports encyclopedia. I was like, Rosie. I know Draymond has set a bar of being kind of like the annoying distraction player who's also not the best player on the team. That being said, Draymond Green is one of the best fits in sports history. If me and BBD sat here and we did a best fits draft, Draymond Green, the defense he plays, the passing he provides, the attitude he plays with, the target he puts on his back instead of Steph or Clay's or Poole or Wiggins or whoever it was, KD, was perfect. Yes, it was annoying and over the line sometimes, and they should probably have one more title if he doesn't send a kick to the nuts, a very intentional kick to the nuts, <laughs> I may say. Um, in athlete sports history, I think the fit is as perfect as it gets. The Grizzlies and Dylan Brooks, I do not think that. I think he provides some buckets and good defense from time to time while people and the media, especially since he attacked them, are now noting that their defense has been better with him off the court. Um, which, reminder, never attack the media because they still control the media. That's the big thing about them. Um, Dylan Brooks is a free agent. Everyone around the team has kind of alluded to, like, he's not, like, a lock to come back. Like, <laughs> we may not want to deal with that. If I was a betting man, which I am, DraftKings, um, I think the Memphis thing, uh, I think it starts to fall apart tonight, or at least the Dylan Brooks part of it. Because I asked Chris Rose, I was like, who else falls into this bucket? My brain goes back to Ruben Patterson. Some of you might remember him from the Blazers teams. He called himself the Kobe stopper. He was essentially trying to do what we're talking about. Um, the only one that I kind of missed that counts and also doesn't count that Chris Rose had was Lance Stevenson. We have the images of Lance blowing on LeBron, which, all right, canceled. <laughs> Show's canceled. Um <laughs> I, I guess I guess where Lance is different for me, where he wasn't... I think part of the signature of this is that you're supposed to be, like, the defensive guy. Like, Lance kind of had his triple-double thing going, and he was, like, a... He was kind of yeah. running the point. I guess he was guarding LeBron at times and stuff, so that was there, but... His calling card wasn't necessarily defense, where I think these other guys originally were supposed to be that. I don't know. It's uh, it's become too much for the Grizzlies for me. I, I guess they could win me over if John Morant goes nuts, nuts and wins this whole thing. Because just circling back on his arc, how beloved he was before Gun in the Strip Club Morant. Hmm. Um, I guess that could be a good redemption arc for him to like take LeBron and AD down while everyone... It, ready and basically wants to rule out the Grizzlies. June Lee, pretty nice guy, came through our office and just posted a video how Dylan Brooks is like the least approved athlete of all time. 
It's like why he did a video where I think the title is like why do I hate Dylan Brooks? So right. Much? Why am I hating Dylan? And apologies Brooks? if I put words in. Yeah. No, no I think not he, what he meant, but I think he did. I think he'd be okay with that. Um, he's, he slipped it into the middle. So Celtics, Hawks, Nuggets, T Wolves. I think almost. If anyone asked you, they would say 3-1, okay. That adds up. Um, how about the T-Wolves fending off elimination? Overtime. Down 3-0. Make a memory, Timberwolves. Um, and the Hawks, I mean, talk about a team that... I guess for casual... Casual sports fans. Or, or not casual sports fans. Like, you find guys you like, right? You, you put it with any team, and you're like, oh, I love... You know, I'm not a Warriors fan, but, I mean, Steph, on any given night, I'm like, oh, fire me up for that. The Hawks. I don't know anyone that's, like, juiced up for a Trey Young. No. Anything. DeJunte Murray? John Collins? How many Clint Capella fans do you know? I don't know. I think the Celtics are about to eliminate them. Uh, the Warriors-Kings should be the best series of this young playoffs. It's tied at 2-2. Two to two. The home team has won each time. Steph Curry almost has an all-time blunder. He calls for timeout. They don't have timeouts. After that, he takes a floater with 10 seconds left. Up one, misses it. Kings get the ball. Harrison Barnes, open three, misses it. Does not come through. Philly sweep the Nets, and that's obvious. Suns are up three ones on the Clippers. Suns are up three ones on the Clippers. Did I add an S in there? Um, Happens. I think everybody had that too. NBA playoffs have been pretty good. You can get drama however you want it, whether it's Lakers, Grizzlies, or Bucks Heat, right? Like that's particularly for a first round. I think NBA's done yes. very well for itself this year. Yes, and uh, very interested to see how these injury storylines play out. I mean, if you're the Sixers and you get to put it on ice for a little bit, um, I think rest versus rust in the NBA that conversation is full blown over. Like rest up and keep your guys healthy, as we see people go down literally. Every playoffs. Um, I guess upcoming nights tonight, I think Bucks Heat's Bucks Heat is a flip. Grizz Lakers first half, 10 p.m. Try to rope me and see what happens. Um, other than that, because Warriors Kings don't play till Wednesday. That's where the NBA NBA plays for the weekend, and I respect that. Mm. I respect that. Um, and I guess that's my whole thing about baseball this weekend, where I was thinking about telling you what guys are doing good. And if you're a baseball fan, you're a true baseball fan, you don't need to hear me say Matt Chapman is doing well. You already know. I guess I got to plug some Rizzo at the start. And then, if you're an NHL fan, you're enjoying that. And then, if you're an NFL draft fan, it's draft week. Um, and I think I'm going to leave us there because I do think Wednesday some text messages have been sent. We may get some big Bobby Skinner and some Justin Panic, Maybe both in the lab as they're planning on doing 
a massive, massive NFL draft weekend of content. So Bobby will be here. Bobby Skinner, my uh, my last text to him was, what does your Wednesday a.m. look like? He said, I'll be there at 6 a.m. We won't, but it's good to know he will be. So, be 39. with that, people, funky ep. Appreciate you guys. We'll be back Wednesday. I'm going to get fully hyped for the NFL draft because I'm partially hyped. Those quarterbacks, what will the G-men do? Russell Wilson. All right. We love you guys. We'll see you next time.